Welcome back to Project Freelance. My name is Kay Inagonio, known as Just the Letter K. This is a podcast all about freelancing, and I am super stoked to share this episode with you guys. So I do have another show called No Tracers. It's a podcast all about urban exploration, which is the act of exploring abandoned places. So back in August, I had a an urban explorer that was retiring from the scene named Keeper of the Second. And he was getting into boxing at the time. And, you know, he had been into boxing at the time. And uh, he started talking to me about his, like, journey into the boxing world and the fighting world. And I, you know, after that podcast, I was like, yo, we got to have you on my freelancing podcast to talk about, you know, your your fighting stuff. And so this is that episode. And I'm super excited. He, he calls out another urban explorer in this episode. And I'm super stoked for you guys to hear this one. Uh, before we get into it. Just a few housekeeping things. First of all, thank you guys for listening to Project Freelance. If you like the show, please leave a rating and feedback. It helps the show out. Helps me grow on the Apple podcast charts and under the society and culture tab. So if you guys want to help the podcast out, that is one way to do so. Something else you can do to support the show is you can buy a photo print from me. So if you go to justtheletterk.com, you can find photo prints, uh, merchandise. I have a photography book out called No Tracers, an Urban Explorer's Diary. There's a bunch of ways to uh, help out the podcast. So if you guys want to do that, I've put a bunch of links down in the description for you. The next thing I need to do is thank our partner on this podcast, and that is Liquid Death Mountain Water. Super excited to share this ad for you in three, two, one. Welcome to a new kind of experience that is not for the faint of heart. A new kind of water, straight from the Austrian Alps, packaged in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. So if you want to stand out, if you want to murder your thirst and give back to the planet, give liquid death a try. The only thing that stands between you and the Reaper is a can of liquid death. Not for the faint of heart. So if you would like 10% off your order at liquiddeath.com, use code just the letter K at checkout and you will get 10% off. Thank you, Liquid Death, for working with me. I really appreciate you guys. You are the best. They actually now have flavored water. So if you guys want to check that out, that's an option as well. Grab some cases of water and use code just the letter K for 10% off. All right, without further ado, Keeper of the Second, please introduce yourself and what it is that you do to the Project Freelance audience. My name is Keeper the Second. I am a f- urban explorer. I am a photographer, boxer, and MMA and jiu-jitsu fighter. We just talked about before we got on this podcast that you were uh, kind of dealing with some some situations. But uh, before we get into that, I do want to know a little bit more about your background and things. So uh, for people that have been listening to the No Tracers podcast, you'll remember I had Keeper of the Second on the show to share his story uh, and some of his urban exploring experiences. So where are you at with that? Let's start there. Like, what are you doing as far as urbex goes and uh, that whole thing? I'm actually, well, speaking of that, I actually, I'm coming out of retirement and actually going back into it and exploring this year. Uh, my old crew, We've been talking for a minute and we're kind of actually in the process of getting a road trip going probably within the next few months. 
Wow, that's amazing. Like it's it I remember, you know, when we talked, you were talking about, you know, you retired, you were getting out of it and all that stuff. And it's cool to see that your crew's coming back together and you guys are gonna you've got some things in the works. Um, where are you guys planning to go? Like what are some of the stops on your trip that you're gonna make? I know we're probably gonna be hitting up mostly the East Coast. I know we're coming through your state, Tennessee for sure. We got a couple spots up there and we got it's mostly on the East Coast for sure. But we're going to probably make that road trip probably last about two and a half, three weeks, almost a month for sure. Wow. That's amazing. I'm super excited to see the content that comes out of that and, you know, just hear some more of the stories. We'll definitely have to have you on post that trip to like, you know, talk more about that. Um, let's get into your your fighting stuff. Like what got you into uh, mixed martial arts and and boxing and jujitsu and like all this stuff that you're doing? Like what got you into that initially? I mean, I honestly, well, I mean, as us urban explorers, I mean, we're always trying to get out of our comfort zone, you know? So I've kind of like, before having this year, before post, before COVID and all, I was competing in boxing. That was my competition. I, you know, I had three fights, lost one, then COVID hit. So everything kind of like stopped for a second, but now it's more of like, you know what? I know how to use my hands. Let me try and figure out. Let me push myself more. Let me push myself to my limits and continue going with mixed martial arts. Yeah. I'm currently training for a couple couple competitions this year. So I know I got one probably within the next two, three months. So everything's full steam ahead pretty much. Nice. So with the world of, you know, boxing and MMA, UFC, there are these things that people are doing now that are bringing in a new generation of fighting enthusiasts and fighting lovers, fans, you know? And, Mm -hmm. uh, so we've got YouTubers boxing, we've got TikTokers boxing, we've got Instagram influencers boxing. We got all these people that are not like homegrown boxers that have been boxing since they were like three or four, Mm -hmm. you know, that are getting into the sport. Uh, What do you think about that? And how is that for like the culture of fighting? I mean, it's, I guess, honestly, it's like, yeah, you know, you haven't like, you know, you got your profession, your actual professional fighters who actually been doing this since pretty much, like you said, since a young age, but now it's more of the fact like, you know, a lot of people are just, I guess they're challenging themselves. I know it's like a new opportunities, new things arising, new like potential new fighters. For instance, Jake Paul, mm-hmm. you know, now he's gone full on pro. He's actually doing what he said, his mindset to, you know, there's a lot of fighters who are coming out of these things, a lot of potential, a lot of new opportunities. And it's, it's intriguing to watch. Yeah. No, for sure. And, you know, personally, like I've always been a fan of UFC, but thanks to people like Logan and Jake, like I've actually gotten more into the boxing world and like that sport as a whole. I think I think that that's the case for a lot of like this new generation, like I said, of fans is that thanks to Mm -hmm. the people that they grew up watching online, like they're getting into this new realm of like something that they're passionate about as well. And I mean, like, you know, I was at the last Jake Paul fight and it was insane to just be in the arena. Jealous. Dude, was, Jealous on that one. <laughs> it was crazy to be in the arena during that, just to watch that go down and, you know, be mm-hmm. in the back, like filming behind the scenes for Frank Gore, like was it just 
a treat to be a part of, you know, I'm super grateful for that opportunity. And, you know, I've, I've done behind the scenes at UFC as well. So I'm definitely getting more into like the fighting world, which is super fun for me to like film that Mm -hmm. process of like training to the actual fight. And afterwards, whether they win or lose, there's always something to film and content to make, which is my bread and butter. And I love doing behind the scenes more than pretty much anything Um, for you. Like, what are you, what are your goals with this? Like, where do you want to go as far as taking this, this fighting, this boxing career? Like, what, what do you want to do with it? And like, uh, what do you like, for example, like, where do you see yourself a year from now? Possibly probably in the rings with the greats, you know, I've told my UFC coach, you know, I told him, um, I wanted to be on a card with him, like an actual fighting card. And he was like, okay, you know, let's do it. So it's like, I'm challenging myself. I'm always competing. I love competitions. I love competing myself, competing with myself and against others. You know, I, I see myself as possibly a potential, you know, new upcoming fighter here in San Antonio. You know, I've actually seen a lot of from outside of my gym. I've seen a lot of fighters come out of it. And, a, you know, currently one, I actually got to see my coach, one of my coaches fight uh, Sunday and it kind of it kind of feel the fire. You kind of feel the fire for all of us fighters at the academy. And now we're just like, okay, we set our standards. Now let's push our standards higher. So we're always pushing ourselves to be the best, to for the next person to get a potential contract with any organizations. So I kind of see myself hopefully in next year or two, possibly maybe in the WC, WBC world for boxing or possibly work myself way up to in the UFC. You know, I have two opportunities, two different chances to take. Both doors are open. Yeah. And, you know, I'm super grateful to have gotten to meet you and, you know, talk about what you do and, you know, your love, watch your love for this sport grow over the past couple Mm -hmm. of months that we've, you know, interacted. And since I had you on the podcast, we've stayed in touch and like, (laughs) dream box dream fight for you who would it be alive or dead if you could fight anybody alive or dead yeah. <laughs> i'd probably say exploring with josh for sure okay and uh I, tell me why i see myself honestly with that one shoot <sighs> since <laughs> since we last talked and since you know since we last talked to the point now after we talked in august i got invited to talk on chasing bandos mm-hmm. with bill finn and then bill finn and i had our beef over it but after that we mutually you know calmed down we both agreed but i called josh out in that podcast you know giving it a shot you know i'm getting out of my comfort zone getting out you know calling people out now and it's like for me i don't know i just see him weak i see him weak i see him just going in the same flow with every urban explorer you know, why not give it a chance? Why not change something up? Give it a little pizzazz. You know, Josh hasn't had a fight in four years. So, and he even, he's 0-1 right now. Mm-hmm. So, and he even said it on his video, legit said it, maybe there's a possible round two. Well, here's your round two, dude. I'm here. So, pretty much since then, he's been watching my feed, watching everything that I do. And just recently, within the last couple of months, he's 
pretty much mimic me, mimic me doing what I do with boxing, posting his box, boxing, like workouts, posting like, oh, I worked eight hours. One day he said, oh, I worked eight hours. Like, dude, your body needs to recover. Yeah. Like I, I trained for two and I'm like, my body's dead for the rest of the rest of the day, but I'm still learning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to as much as, you know, I, I haven't had Josh on the podcast yet, but I, I would love to have him on to, you know, hear his stories and, you know, his his mm-hmm. take on, you know, urban exploring and everything and his kind of rise to fame, if you will. Um, but I didn't even know he boxed until recently when I like recently saw a post on like his story or something. And I was like, wait, what? This guy's like he, he's trying to be a fighter as well. Like, OK, like, let's see what this dude's got. Let's see what he's all about. And. You know, it would be very interesting to kind of pit urban explorers against each other in that way. I think it would be super interesting. I mean, take it to the it, point of like, let's fight in a bando. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like we're both we're both veterans to the community, so yeah. why not? Like, we both put ten plus years, so why not give it a shot? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I'm. I mean, I'm pretty much almost done, but I mean. I don't know where my urban exploring career is going to go. You know, I see all these new urban explorers like coming up, following, you know, these other urban explorings. And it's like, you know, I don't know whether or not now if it's going to continue. So why not give it a shot? Why not get out of the flow mm-hmm. of everything? Yeah. And I mean, you know, you've you've had your bouts with like, you know, drama and shit in the community and you know, to take, oh, it, yeah. to take it into your own hands and, and, you know, put your, you know, for lack of a better term, your life on the line for your mm-hmm. stance. You know, I think that that's a very uh, honorable thing to do. And I think that, you know, the world of fighting is fascinating. It's completely fascinating. There's like a whole culture behind it. And, you know, there's there's so much potential as far as growth as not only a fighter but as a person within this i mean again going back to i don't want to beat a dead horse but jake paul like look how much he's grown as a fucking person through all this yeah dude yeah definitely and it's like yeah a lot of people talk beef about him but it's like you know to a point like he said pretty much it's like i give him gratitude and i give him like the like respect Mm -hmm. you know i would honestly love to see how he trains yeah you know I've been in multiple camps with multiple different fighters. I love it, but I would love to see how he trains. That's like an ultimate, like little, I guess, little goal to see or to do. Yeah. And not only that, like the way he trains, but like what he's doing for fighters is Mm -hmm. monumental, you know, trying to get equal pay, fair pay, trying to get these female fighters to get paid more and get more recognition. Like, talking about like watching someone train like i was in a gym where amanda serrano was training before the that last jake paul fight the paul woodley fight and dude mm-hmm. girl is a monster like it's so bet, cool yeah. to get to see that like firsthand and like watch her just like spar and shit like it's crazy and like to just to watch the rise of these people and their growth over the years is, has been like so fun for not only myself, but I'm sure other people can say the same thing. And for you as somebody that's in the community that is a fighter, you know, like what's it like for you to watch these other fighters grow and grow along with them? It honestly, it's like, it's a mental thing for everybody. It's definitely a mental thing for us fighters. You know, I've 
like I said, I've seen a lot of fighters, been into a lot of camps with them, seeing them grow, seeing their mind change, you know, like being so, you know, being like before being going into camp, it's like, yeah, you know, I got my life. I got things that I want to do. I got things that I want to do, have fun. And then once that camp hits, week one hits, they change. Their whole attitude has changed. They went into pretty much into a nine to five schedule Mm -hmm. for just getting their mindset. And it's, that's the thing before leading up to the fight. That's the thing I love because, you know, you have multiple different styles of fighters. You have multiple different, you know, coaches, different coaches to help you out. And, you know, I love it. I love to, to always do that. Yeah. And it's just seeing how this, you know, one of my fighters, one of my good friends, you know, seeing him go through before, before he went into camp is actually his, one of his good close family relatives passed away due to COVID. Mm. And, you know, he had his cry, he did his thing and he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to dedicate this fight. I'm going to get my mindset into, you know, into that mode into bring how how we say bring the dog out outside out of him and just get the mindset for it and you know he won he legit beat that man to a pulp bloody and everything wow and we're like what the hell this man has turned super saiyan (laughs) wow and you know it's powerful what our minds can do in those moments you know where we Uh, deal with loss and how we can overcome that and cope with it and I think that through fighting I think that it is almost therapeutic like would you agree with that definitely definitely therapeutic yeah I would have to say about that yeah it's a it's a very special thing you know getting to interact with another human being in a way where you know they're the the only consequences are physical injury, not necessarily like there, there's like a, a safe place where you can do that, you know, and it doesn't have to be like mm-hmm. just knocking motherfuckers out on the street. You know, there's a, there's a place, no. there's a place you can go <laughs> where a, it's like regulated. There is definitely care. a place for it. Yeah. It's great. And highly not recommended to a street. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, but I mean, I, I love that there is a place it's like going to therapy for a lot of people. And I, I, I know for myself, like when I box, when I do MMA and you know, all that stuff, Muay Thai, like I love, I love how I feel mentally afterwards. Like I just feel like clean, like cleansed, you know, and it's, yeah. it's such a uh, humbling thing as well, you know, to be in, a, in that is. interaction with another person. Um, who are some of your, some of the fighters that you look up to? Oof. Um, honestly, right now, probably be, you know, my former, former, um, boxing coach, you know, he's a three-time golden glove champ. I look up to him because I saw he, you know, he and I had a one-on-one personal, pretty much personal level for sure. You know, man was honorable man took everything into depth, told me, you know, different techniques, different styles. And then I would probably say, probably say the new now currently would be my UFC fighter coach. You know, he and I, it's pretty much the same thing. When my dad passed away, you know, a year and a half ago, 
I was, you know, I didn't know, did not know where I was going to go with this whole thing. I was like, you know what, you know, I have, I have the warrior, warrior style in me. I know I can push it through. And then with, you know, having the opportunity to actually reach out to this man, I was like, Hey, is it possible we can do some virtual, you know, video calls to help me out? And he was like, yeah, more than welcome to had the opportunity to fly out to Florida got was able to train with him and got to know him more than a fighter. You know, this man is follows God. We both connect with that, with our religion, and we connect more on top of besides fighting. You know, I call him family now. Hmm. Yeah. And I think that connection is very important, like coach and fighter, you know, like they're going to be with you through the ups and downs, through everything, through hell, literally through hell. Like they're going to be right through hell with you. And, that that connection is you know it's almost closer than blood man like you know it's it's a very very special thing that that i've personally got to witness you know as a behind the scenes shooter like that interaction between coach and fighter and i uh followed uh gabriel benitez who's a ufc fighter from mexico uh through his training camp up to ufc 242 uh which was daniel cormier's Mm -hmm. last fight before he announced that he was like getting out of the game um and I was literally in the locker room with with him and his coach and you know, watching that interaction happen. And, you know, Gabriel unfortunately lost that fight. And to see how the dynamic was between them, even when, you know, he, he didn't win his fight, uh, was still very strong and very powerful. And since then, his coach has actually passed away. And to see that loss yeah. is like crazy. You know, it's it's devastating. It, it it's it's more than devastating. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's different for sure. It, it's just such a special connection that you have with that person. And um, so as far as like long-term like effect of being a fighter, I do want to touch on that a little bit. Like what do you think needs to be done within the community to kind of mitigate what those long-term effects are. I'm, I'm talking like brain damage, like that kind of thing. Cause this is not like a safe sport, you know, it's not like you're playing fucking tennis. You know, I hear you're literally no, knocking it's, it's, people's it's life. It's not, it's, I would probably say it's just like, I guess, honestly, I would probably say the medical, the medical field it, for this fighting and the sport needs to pretty much, I guess they needed to get up to date mm-hmm. for sure. You know, I, I even, Jake Paul calling out for Dana yeah. on that, trying to get the, you know, health insurance for the fighters, mm-hmm. you know, get props to Jake trying to do this now for those fighters. You know, it's, it's a lot of brain damage. You know, you're, you're risking your, like you said, you're risking your own life right now, mm. you know, head brain damage, you know, everything broken legs. I've seen, you know, especially some fighters, you know, their whole knee explodes yeah. and they have to go through surgery for that. So I, I, I would for sure say it's the medical field that needs to be re-looked out, retouched for this whole field. Definitely. Um, and do you personally, like for with like UFC, MMA, that kind of thing, like do you prefer like like standing up or like ground and pound, like like grappling? Like what is what is your go to? I mean, I have I've been told that I've I got heavy hands. Mm. So, I mean, I'm down for whatever, you know, if my opponent wants to take me down, okay, take me down, but be careful with my hands. You got to remember that for sure. I would probably like overall I'd probably say 
probably standing for sure. Okay. That's if you want to be bloody, if you want to give your last round, last shot to everything, let's fucking do it. Let's go out with a bang in the middle of the ring or the octagon. Yeah. And what does it mean for you to be a fighter? Like, what does that mean to you? Honestly, you know, it's, I mean, being a fighter, it's like, you know, my whole family's been in the military, fam- military family. So it's like, I guess you can say it's like we all been warriors mm. or they're all warriors. They fought, they did their dues and now they're retired, enjoying life. You know, I tried to go that way, but they, you know, they found out some medical issues with my knees, so I couldn't be able to go it. You know, this, I guess this is another way to be a warrior, Yeah. to give it all my all, you know, give my last name you know, the name that it needs to be, you know, it's, it is part partially known for being a warrior. So why not? Let's do it. Absolutely. I love that. And what do you want to be remembered for at the end of your fighting career? That I gave it a mile. I enjoyed every second, everything that I could, even being known as keeper a second to enjoy the moments. So why not? Let's go out with a bang for sure. Absolutely. And uh, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started fighting? Keep my hands up for sure. <laughs> I used to keep I used to keep my hands down most of the times during training and during sparring, and that's where I would get like get knocked real well. Mm. So that was one of the things that I needed to know for sure. Keep my hands up and move and move my head. Definitely. Yeah. So if people want to keep following your journey and uh, watch you grow as this this fighter that you're, you know, becoming and this uh, this future champion, like where can we find you? Drop your social media. (laughs) It's the same thing. Keep it a second for sure. Yeah, Uh, it's I'm mostly now it's like my YouTube channel is gone. You know, I deleted all my videos Mm -hmm. of my urban exploring. So it's mostly I'm using mostly um, Instagram for sure right now. So I'm just pretty much just waiting right now for a fight. Just oh. wanting to fight. Yo, Josh, get on this fight. Let's go. We got to see this shit. I mean, for real, like for real, Josh, you need to get on this fight, dude. The whole fucking community wants to see it. Your friends want to see this fight. They've been in my DMs. Everybody's been in my DMs asking for this fight. When is this fight happening? Dude, stop being a fucking coward. Take the fucking fight. You even said it one day. You even fucking said it that you weren't a bitch. So fucking take the fight. You're zero and one, and now you're following my 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 crew, my paranormal file crew. Okay, okay. Like we gave you multiple opportunities to explore, do actual paranormal investigation with us, but then you wanted wanted to fake the whole thing, and you're still faking it. I know all that's bullshit. Get out of your comfort zone and fucking take the fight, dude. I mean, I'm down to fight here on April 9th on maybe the hopefully maybe the Ryan Garcia fight here in April 9th. You know, that is my birthday month. So why not give a present to me? Let me beat your ass for sure. Oh, yeah, dude. Anything else you wanted to talk about (laughs) in this? That was amazing, dude. I'm going to fucking. Oh, God, that's so good. (laughs) I mean, I mean, there's so much more like there's so much more about this. Like he's. I'm sorry, but like I could go on forever about this because he's been watching my feed. Like I said earlier, he's been watching my feed. He's been doing everything that 
I guess he's been trying to get in my head, but he actually isn't. I know I'm in his head. I know he talks about me. I because his friends talk, tell me everything about it. I'm not going to give the names out because his friends. Well, his friends are my friends now. You know, he wants. He even talked about Millie. That's where he fucked up, yeah, and now I'm coming out for it. Yeah, don't. He do fucked that. up about that. Can't do that. That's not okay. Shit. So why not? Why not eight rounds? Eight rounds. Let's go at it. All right. Cool. My offer still stands. So let's go. let's go. Run it. Run it, guys. <laughs> well, hey, if that fight happens, you know I'm gonna be there, and you know any like, know. your next fight, like I'm gonna I'm gonna do my very best to be there for you. Like I would love to, you know, be a part of your journey. Is I mean, now you're only a few hours away, yeah, so that's right. Come on down. Quick little trip down the down the. Texas. <laughs> let's run it. <laughs> Let's run it. Let's go. All right. That's another episode of Project Freelance in the books for you guys. I really hope you liked this one. I hope you liked the uh, the little drama bits in there. Super fun for me to hear about that stuff. And it's cool to watch, you know, somebody that you connected with grow as a, a person, as a fighter, as an athlete. It's such a special thing. And I am very grateful for Keeper of the Second for coming on the show, sharing his story with you all. If you enjoyed it, please leave a rating and feedback on the podcast, and I will actually send you a signed photo print. All you got to do is take a screenshot of your rating and feedback, send it to me at Project Freelance on Instagram or Twitter, and I will mail you a signed photo print. Thank you guys for listening to another one. I will talk to you very soon. I try to do these every Monday, but uh, tour season is coming up now. That COVID is sort of dying down and getting under control, so I will try to do as many podcasts as as I can for you guys, I'm going to actually be bringing my podcasting equipment with me where I go so that I can do remote podcasts. So that is going to be a thing. I'm very excited about it. And I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I'll talk to you soon. Please subscribe if you are not subscribed already. All right. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out. Go create something. Talk to you soon.